This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hello and welcome to The Agenda. I am here with Sean Bradbury after Liverpool continues their Premier League winning run. Two wins out of two. Two 2-1 win against Southampton down on the South Coast against St Mary's. Um, As this is The Agenda, we're going to pick up on one specific topic, which we thought might be a talking point around the game. And today that's going to be Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. Obviously, he played against Chelsea in the Super Cup where he started on the left wing and, you know, struggled in the first 45 minutes really to get into the game. And understandably, really, because that's not his natural position. He obviously came into the mid, back into the midfield against Southampton and produced an excellent performance. Sean, I know you obviously couldn't see the games on a stream, but you're in here and following the live blog ferociously. What, what did you think of him and what did you make of it all? Yeah, I, I, it's been it's been an interesting one for him to start this season. I guess if you look back to pre-season and the summer, he was one of those uh, ones that Klopp had deemed a new signing, which I know this kind of raised a bit of ire in in some parts of the fan base because it's it's a phrase that you know goes either way, doesn't it? You know, there was obviously lots of questions about Liverpool's lack of spending, but then I think if you look you look at him and Brewster, and I remember at the time Josh Williams did a piece for us saying. It is justified for Klopp to say these two are like new signings because last season they only had, they only had 24 senior minutes between them, which I actually think they were all Oxes, weren't yeah. they? Brewster hadn't even featured. Um, and yeah, it, it's interesting with Ox because when he, when he signed, you look, you look back to 2017 and 35 million for him on deadline day. I think a lot of fans were initially a bit confused as to how, how this guy fits into the team. Is he, is he even that good? Because at times his numbers weren't brilliant for Arsenal. And you kind of think if Arsenal are willing to let a midfielder like an, an attacking talent go, is is he really is there that much scope for him to perform well elsewhere? But then over the course of that that first season, when he played 30-odd games, got a few goals, and got three goals, seven assists in the league, he became just, uh, well, an absolute key part of the team, key part of the midfield. And then maybe there's an ever so slight danger of it going a little bit too far the other way because then you miss him for a whole season. And, um, you know, Liverpool obviously had a fantastic season without him in, in the main last year. But then there's that huge level of excitement again about seeing him and seeing what he can do. But then to bring it back to this season, I think Klopp's managed him and, and his injury situation pretty well, really, because saw some decent snippets of him over pre-season and he featured in quite a few of the games. But, you know, as every player did, he got a 45-minute run out, maybe an hour here and there. But then I think he had 11 minutes, didn't he, uh, in the Community Shield. Yeah. Obviously, he had the half against Chelsea. Um, and we'll come on to that, like kind of what maybe what went wrong there. But but yeah, yesterday, from from what I've seen and from what you guys wrote after the game, it was, it was very encouraging. And it, and it now feels like... It's what Connor's spoiler alert here, but Connor's got a piece that's just about to go on the Echo website about Liverpool's midfield options, and it does feel like Cato on the left and an Ox in that position on the right of the three. You've got two, re- excuse me, really strong options to kind of change it up, and and someone who can progress with the ball, run with it, look for that little pass into the front three that maybe Fabinho, Henderson, uh, Milner, and and Wan Adam so much about their game that's fantastic but that might not be their kind of natural instinct that little bit more attacking aggressive style of play and now we've got you know as I say what one on one side they can do it really well and an ox on the other side they can do it really well so yeah I think he's been he's been managed well at the start of the season and building on that performance yesterday I think we'll start to see a lot more from him yeah certainly I couldn't really agree more to be honest and um, I think particularly yesterday what was evident obviously Liverpool fans and us journalists there's been questions over who's going to provide that link between the midfield, the defence, the attack, who is yeah. that transition? And Ox can do that. We know he can. Um, some of his Champions League performances, you know, against City and stuff like that. He was just, just sublime, wasn't he? And that was the player that we come to know, come to love. And that is, you know, showing that yesterday. I think 
what you can take from the 11 minutes community shield, what you can take from that 45 minutes against Chelsea is that is, you know, great management from Klopp essentially because that's given him game time. That's putting yeah. the bits in his legs and getting him up to ready for the intensity of the Premier League and against top Premier League opposition as well, of course. And yeah, he, he really took on that position well. And as I say, and as I sort of said after the game, he was kind of the one where he made Liverpool's performance tick. It was a really difficult day down on the South Coast against Southampton. Mm. They were really well organised. They looked to play Liverpool on the counter-attack, but he was one of the ones where he was tracking back. He was picking the ball up, getting his head up, looking forward, playing intricate passes with the front three and just a little bit more of that. And obviously it's not going to be, you know, his most outstanding performance ever this season, but it's just showing that this is what he can do. Just a, a reminder again of yeah. this is what, you know, maybe we've been missing, maybe what we've been crying out for. And, you know, it, a bit of a justification really of, why they didn't make any signings in that midfield. Uh, absolutely. And like you say, kind of being, being down there on the South Coast, it's it's a big psychological thing for him to go to his old club and do that. What what kind of reception did he get yesterday? I didn't actually pick yeah, up it was okay, to was be decent. fair. He was all right. Manny was all right. Van Dijk got a few jeers and boos, <laughs> but it's kind of a little bit to be expected because he's yeah. the best defender in the world, which they've lost. <laughs> well, this is it. But yeah, going back to Ox, I think it almost represents the next stage in what you could see is Liverpool's tactical evolution. Obviously, we had those early years on the clock where it was all a bit manic, and you know you think that that game, uh, that it was the five four against, was it was it Norwich where he broke broke his specs? That that one always stood out to me. It's like, yeah, I yeah, know oh, that was a bit of a one off and a mad scoreline, but kind of Just lots of carnage. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, and those kind of patterns of play where everyone was just pressing in, in little packs and it kind of wasn't as structured or as organised as it became. And then you look at last season and. You know, the, essentially the defense started being able to win games by we could Liverpool could eventually kind of after after years of maybe not being able to do this probably since Rafa's days they could sit on a lead and win a game one nil two nil like score lines you didn't really see on the clock early on but now I suppose that that next stage and maybe what we've already started to see this season is pressing that high line from the back and maybe starting to look a little bit more like City and in terms of the midfield like we've already said about Cato and Oxley Chamberlain adding more attacking options rather than having those kind of workman like three you allow the fullbacks to push on it can you sneak another one in there who's maybe more in the in the case or the oxide chamberlain mold um yeah so you know like we said already we, we we play four games the rest of the league pretty much apart from i guess city and chelsea have played two and i think there'll be there'll be plenty more opportunities especially against maybe the bottom half of the table teams especially at home as well where you we want Liverpool to be on the front foot where we're going to see ox and or cater um yeah so i, I, I just can't wait to see him start again yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. And it's interesting what you said there, really, just in terms of the midfield. If they're a slightly more attacking midfield rather than the workman, like it, it kind of allows the midfield to push on rather than it always being reliant on the defence. And yeah. I think that actually showed a little bit yesterday. Um, Robertson defended really well in the second half, but um, it was actually, whereas Ox was on the right and it was Milner working on the left, it allowed Robertson to get forward and he had a, he had a really good shot saved, actually. He probably could oh, have scored. That and, was amazing. Yeah. That had gone in. Would have been a such sensational goal, wouldn't it? But that's yeah. what I mean. So you've got Ox on the right um, and Trent isn't quite pushing us forward as much as Robertson perhaps it might have been doing. So you just kind of have that, that balance in the teams and it's just given different options all the time. And what I would see of it as like having Ox now as an option. Yeah allowing him to come in and cater possibly later after he come back from injury. It just gives Klopp a totally, you know, free reign to just pick whoever he wants. How can teams prepare to face <laughs> Liverpool if they haven't got, if Klopp probably doesn't even know himself which midfield he's yeah. going to pick? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, he, he does give us such a great option. And I guess he could even play, maybe not on that position in the front three on the left that we saw 
against Chelsea. Yeah. Klopp himself after that game admitted that was a bit of an error, and it was it was more about giving Ox game time. He just wanted to kind of unleash him and see see what he could do. But I remember when he signed um, for Liverpool, Klopp was saying he's he's kind of an unpredictable player. He'll take a risk. He's really positive and. You know, maybe now it's it, it's it's time to to show that from either, like you say, an advanced midfield position, maybe even wide on the right, you could give a bit of cover for for Salah, maybe in that respect, and offer a different option who could go outside. And but he's obviously got the pace as well. Um, yeah, so it's it's just going to be exciting. I guess one of the last things to to work out is are we allowed to call him Ox? Because Joe Rimmer, who I'm sure you all know, <laughs> has very strong feelings about this, doesn't he? It's uh, it's Oxley Chamberlain only. Oxley Chamberlain or no yeah. dice for Joe, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. But yeah, it's it's obviously it's an exciting time for Liverpool, particularly going forward. And next up is Arsenal, which again is is Oxley Chamberlain's old club. And are you going to expect him to feature, or do you think just? The attacking talent of Arsenal this year is a force to be reckoned with, really. They've signed Nicolas Pepe, who was second top scorer in Liga 1 last year, behind only Mbappe. They've obviously got Aubameyang, they've got Lacazette. They're, they're a pretty serious attacking unit. And mm. you've got to think that maybe Liverpool might look to play a little bit more of that work in light midfield just to soak yeah. up that pressure. But I don't know if you'll see him at all. It's, it's hard to say, isn't it? I guess, I think Cater was due a start in the last couple of games. Obviously, the injuries maybe. Has put we all had him down starting for Chelsea, oh, didn't we? A hundred percent. So I guess if you're gonna, you know, we are, we are Liverpool are at home, aren't they? So it's it's there's a, there's a good argument to play it. I think if you played perhaps Fabinho, Ox, and another of the of the grafters, maybe Wijnaldum, then I wouldn't mind seeing that from the start. Um, but then, like you say, the temptation to to go. Henderson, Fabinho plus one, either Milner or one other one in the position on the left will be strong, especially when I know the fullbacks have been chopping and changing a bit, but you would imagine both Trent and Robertson start there, yeah. so they can provide that impetus. Maybe then, on balance, it would be a case for me of having Ox as the option to come on and change it if it's if it's a tight game or if it's level after say sixty. Um, but yeah, maybe 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 from the outset, see what the fullbacks can do and play. The more kind of established midfield three, but I think he's certainly got a part to play, even if it's from the bench. Yeah, certainly. I think like, that's an interesting point, isn't it? Really, that you know, Klopp does definitely have the option to bring Oxley Chamberlain on if mm-hmm. he wants to, sixty minutes, seventy minutes, however long he might think that he's ready for or wants to give him. And I think he's already shown this season. You know, in the Community Shield, Cater, Oxley Chamberlain, Lalana came on into the midfield, and there is options and. In all four of the games Liverpool played so far, there has been four different midfield combinations at some yeah. point during the game. And so it may not necessarily matter if Oxley chamberlain starts. It may not necessarily matter who starts the game because there is an option to tweak it and there is an option to bring in different players who offer a little bit, something different, a bit of versatility here and there. Mm. And yeah, obviously that is just a really good thing going forward. No, absolutely. Well, that'll probably uh, be it for us. That is the agenda. Uh, Alex Oxley chamberlain plenty to be excited about and... Plenty more to come from him this season. Fingers crossed. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.